0: Jesus, it's packed.
1: Yeah, go down the back there, so. Welcome to The Snug with Richie and Lavin. Hello and welcome. This is a new podcast from the west coast of Ireland. It's called The Snug. My name is Richard Loftus. I'm Lavin. Um, in this podcast, we kind of do a... Rambling interviews of, of people born in the west of Ireland or made at its home. Oh yeah, people just around the
0: area, basically. Yeah. Interesting think, uh, people. Yeah. Mostly interesting.
1: Mostly interesting. Well, hopefully they're interesting. Hopefully they're interesting. Hopefully yeah. you find them interesting, yeah. the listener. Yeah. We usually have a uh, good fun when we're doing it anyway. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we will have
1: be having good fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose we've been trying to get this off the ground for a while covid didn't really covid did not help no and
0: this is our first time doing podcasting like and you you've never done anything like this before have no,
1: you no not really i was always kind of interested in i went to film school when i was younger and stuff like that so i was kind of recor- interested in like you know recording stuff and mm-hmm. media and stuff like that but i suppose during covid we had so much time to kind of just mess around with stuff so
0: yeah I was messing around with a lot of shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was isolated uh, at my parents' house in Belindarin, Um and just was painting basically and writing, and it was great. Yeah, and I guess this is uh, this is your baby from from the lockdown.
1: Yeah, I suppose we're, we're hopefully way out of it now, and COVID is such a a, 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 a past thought that we don't really even though people are still so springing up with it all the time but i think you like still have to wear masks on planes don't you probably yeah but like i was in the shop there the last day and people still were covered up like you yeah, know. yeah and I people are still coming down with it the whole time but like you know it's not a massive social thing like you know no not at all
0: i think one, once rte got the thing in the corner they had stay at home in the corner Did you, <laughs> you ever watch rte And yeah. the uh, top right corner had stay at home once that
1: was gone, it's like, oh yeah. When they, when they stopped doing the updates on the journal, oh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, we're we're free and clear now for a while anyway. People are just uh, upset about other things in the world now.
0: It's always going to be the case. Hmm. Um, Speaking of, how's your
1: air fryer doing? You know, air or are, 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 are class and uh, people, sh- if you have one, you have to tell people about it. <laughs> 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 it's
0: the new fucking new kitchen gadget. Well, the past two years, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I air fry it. You know, I air yeah, fry. Yeah, I fry don't fry. have one. No, no. Jesus, you're you're a fancy house as well. I thought you'd have an air Yeah, fry. Th- you'd think air fryer in every room.
0: Maybe that's what I should get uh, my folks for for or my mother for Christmas. There you go. She, uh, do you know what? She's probably not gonna listen to this. So, th- there's no secret there. It's great.
1: Actually, you'll have to get her to listen like you know oh
0: fucking cats okay there's cats they're fine they're fine
1: you'll you'll be introduced to the cats uh as we go through these episodes because they spring up all the time
0: always springing up so we are actually recording this after we recorded a few episodes why not just let let them know that yeah so this intro we've already interviewed a few people Hmm. um getting used to the whole
1: interviewing thing and uh i feel comfortable enough do you yeah i think uh The thing that kind of stalled us initially was we were kind of dead set that we wanted people in the same room as us when we were interviewing them because the podcast is called The Snug. Yeah. And what do you do in a Snug? You have conversations with people one-on-one, one-on-two, whatever, but you know, you're looking at each other. It's not over Zoom. It's not over whatever. You know, the people are in there in the room with you. Exactly. So you can have a proper conversation. Absolutely. So, just so we kind of uh, flesh out who we are and why you should be <laughs> tuning in every f- every couple of weeks, um, you're uh, an artist and musician. Uh, I'm an artist and musician. Yes. Yeah. So you toured for a long time in the states.
0: Yeah, I toured for I think about seven years, maybe. Jesus, that's a long time. With uh, chamomile and whiskey. So based out of Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, great great people love them love them to death um and i try to make it all i've been living back home here now for jesus christ probably four just maybe five years now are you back that long uh, it's probably that long but um i try to make it over there every year at least once a year uh just to sort of play some more music with them play banjo with them yeah five string banjo and write songs and uh sing a few tunes but um yeah, they're great. They just were in um, the that television show with um, uh, what's his name? Is the op- the opioid ac- uh, epidemic uh, TV show? What's that called? Uh, I don't know. You, you haven't heard about this one? No. I should know exactly what this is called. Shit! It's got Michael Keaton in it. Oh, it's the cat. Okay. Uh, Dopesick. That's what it's called. So they were in the first episode of Dope Sick. Oh, okay. The band, what? just like like in. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I was actually in the states when we watched the the like the first episode coming out. So I had a big swelling of pride for them. It was great. Nice. Um. Yeah. They they seem to be doing well. They're going yeah. all over the country. I'm not playing much music these days. I'm writing a lot of songs. I'm trying to start um, a like a like a project here, but like I can't organize anything. Do you know what I mean? I can't organise fucking, uh, to quote Father Ted,
1: a nun shoot in a nunnery, you know. <laughs> ah, You're getting there though, you know. Yeah, hopefully. So like, to, to bring it back maybe to the start, like, you know, when you you say you've been home for a while, you've been away for a while. You were born in the States and then you moved over to Ireland, yeah?
0: Yeah, born in the States. Um, my two younger sisters are born in the States also. And we moved here when I was about seven yeah i was seven years old and then i was here till i was 18 so all my rearing was here all my schooling was here yeah and culturally i'd be very west of ireland um having two american parents and living in the states for just under half my life because i moved i was living there for seven years then from 18 till whatever age till i'm 33 now so i'm moved back here maybe a year or two before i was 30 um so i definitely have a uh a mid-atlantic accent yeah, not a like an old-timey <laughs> mid-atlantic accent or like a fraser mid-atlantic atlantic accent you know Ooh, like, like sort a of, fraser
1: well
0: uh the, you know that whole thing sort of back in the day they had that um hello operator they had that kind <laughs> of yeah same kind of mid-atlantic accent it was always i think it was a theater thing yeah to to appeal to both sides of the english-speaking um uh atlantic <laughs> 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 um so, but I I, I, I I would say that um, my accent is definitely falls in the middle of an Irish and an American accent sometimes it gets very fucking Irish and sometimes it gets very American like you know
1: so you're more of a twang when you're around your folks for a while uh,
0: it's it, it, it depends I think when I'm talking seriously it, it turns more American Oh really yeah and when I'm just having the crack it turns a little more Irish like you know yeah yeah and uh, I mean as listeners should tell by now from the west coast of Ireland, uh, your accent is Mayo. Do you think I have a Mayo accent? Yeah, really. Oh, 100 percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you? You can't hear? Not really. Oh, it's it's blaringly Mayo.
1: <laughs> it depends uh, what part of our, uh, Mayo I suppose. You know, uh, so flows. like,
0: well it, well, it sounds like a Castlebar accent to me.
1: <laughs> it, am I right? I suppose maybe. Um, I I wasn't actually born in Mayo. I was born down in I was actually born in Limerick and then moved to Clare and then up to Mayo so Where in Clare? I lived in uh, just near Bunratty, Meelick. So um I was a kind of uh so just mo- outside of Limerick. Yeah, just outside of Limerick, yeah. Okay. So um when I moved to Mayo, sure I was a blow in there. Yeah. And then when I moved down here everybody thought I was from Mayo, so it's kind of just kind of just stuck.
0: So here. yeah. Well, you also support Mayo in in uh, in football.
1: Hi, how how couldn't you like? Huh? How couldn't you? Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I just don't. I don't follow football anyway. Uh, sorry, I should clarify Gaelic football. I don't. I don't follow the other. Fo- I don't follow any fo- American football, or cont- or the normal football, um, soccer. I don't soccer? follow any of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I only follow hurling. Yeah. Which you're you're from um, hurling country? Where from? You're from? Anyway, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the sub Galway. I suppose. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's also more interesting to watch, isn't it? I
1: mean, would you agree? Different strokes for different folks, I yeah, suppose. Different,
0: different pu- pulling hard is good practice.
1: <laughs> you're from? Uh, I suppose you're from? Um, you're not really, but you're kind of, kind of uh, hurling snob territory where you know. Is that hurling snob territory? <sighs> oh. I don't know, it depends on where you're from. Like, you know, I yeah. suppose you know if you if you're from a predominantly hurling place, football is kind of an afterthought. Like, you know, but you're not as bad as you would be if you were from like Kilkenny or. Yeah, no, it's it's. Like, it doesn't run through my veins.
0: Yeah. Like, I definitely just... And I mean I'm blown, too. And I never played it. But I do enjoy watching it, you know? And yeah. I will go to... uh, I will go and watch it live. It's great crack.
1: Yeah. Just great crack. Just a day out.
0: Yeah. Um, but, you know, funnily enough, do you, you have Mayo blood, though, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. My dad's from Mayo. Uh, um, from from Kenny... Okay. so we kind of just moved around a lot and they were over in England for years and stuff so what about you know, in England they were in uh, London for years and then they moved to Manchester uh, my brother and my sister were born in Manchester and then they moved back then in the kind of late 80s so you know a lot of lot of family still over there as well mm-hmm. like. and then we were just we just moved around a lot I suppose yeah so um, but that's I suppose anywhere I lived was on the west coast and it's not like I have a just mad hatred for anywhere else in the country but like i'm, I'm inherently you know i have a gra for the west of ireland it's it's where i'm from i know the people i love it like you know absolutely yeah so kind of that's what the the purpose of this podcast is is kind of just shine a light on you know people that we know and not people we don't know it's it's just anything i've ever done kind of like job wise or study wise i've always, always been interested in people's stories so yeah when i my studied history when i was in college and stuff and looking back at old sources and stuff like that it's people's stories that i was always interested in and like getting to know people and stuff like that isn't that like most people uh i don't know some people are just like uh what do you do and that's your job and that kind yeah. of defines you as a maybe person maybe
0: it's just like an inherently i th- i think it's an inherently irish thing to be interested in stories mm. um not just the west coast of ireland but an inherently irish thing it's, 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 I mean, it, to me, it's as normal as liking sliced white bread with butter <laughs> on it. Do you know what I mean? Which I fucking love. So it's like, like, I don't know, like, these are other cultures that are kind of like, ah, fucking, I don't want to hear that story again. Do you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted. If it's a good storyteller telling a good story, I don't mind hearing the same person tell the same story fucking for a decade. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. But, um yeah no it's it is the west Coast. i guess maybe um just where we are as well there is a huge sort of um
1: storyteller tradition isn't there mm-hmm. yeah but well, like storytelling tradition but you're like how many people do we know that are just, just freaking great storytellers yeah and they're just talking about what happened last weekend and then well that's what i mean speed. it's just it's, it's
0: part of just like exactly just talking about what you did last weekend I think you have to like socially you have to be able to talk shite <laughs> to, to kind of to kind of get like uh, places as far as like uh, get along with people and stuff, you know. Mm.
1: So just kind of to circle back, you you're a musician, you're an artist. Yes. So which came first?
0: Oh, definitely art. Um, definitely art. Like I've been drawing since I was, since like before I could talk, I'd say. Yeah. So my mother's an artist as well. Um so I, I that was definitely a huge influence. She was always supporting me to do art. Uh same as my father. Uh and so I was always fairly comfortable with creating uh visual artwork. And music came along when I was about 16. And uh I smoked a joint and I was like, "Oh yeah. I'm going to start playing guitar."
1: the uh, creative uh, process began
0: yeah well that creative process anyway and that was what i was dead set on doing i really wanted to be a film director as well i love the idea of like doing film and stuff but um like i had this video editing software that uh i had made a film with my friends and we had gotten about 40 minutes of this film done it was a comedy movie called uh hillbilly jamboree patrol <laughs> Um, That's a pretty good title, actually. Yeah, it was. It was funny. We we actually recorded music for it and everything, so it was going to be this whole thing. Was that
1: in the states or? It was here. It was was here. It was
0: in Galway, like it was in Ballinderry, and it was fucking hilarious. Like, two of the people were Australians uh, coming to visit Galway, and uh, they just ran into all these American hillbillies in Galway for some reason. (laughs) But um, no, I, I I had a knack for editing, and it was just it was so it was so much fun. But one day. Uh, the computer crashed as i was editing and that was like six months oh, of God. work that we had been doing filming and editing of six months of stuff and i was just i fell apart into tears so i just said i don't want to do that anymore so i just focused on visual um painting or not painting but like drawing and then and and music yeah and painting came when i was about 18
1: you were playing music in Galway. I was. What instrument was your your, your guitar, your banjo? I oh, 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 uh,
0: started off as an electric guitar player. Um, played a lot of electric guitar for years, and then when I moved to the states, I met the lead singer from Camille Whiskey Coda, and uh, his girlfriend Marie, who's the fiddle player. Uh, they're both married now. Oh, lovely. Um, but I met Coda in an eastern thinking philosophy class <laughs> at, at a community college in charlottesville um and uh he had heard my accent and he's like oh geez you're from ireland he didn't he said oh you're from ireland i was like yeah i'm from ireland and we like just became close friends and um i told him that i was a banjo player i had just bought in a banjo because uh, they were looking for a banjo player for their band, uh-huh, very good. and so I just kind of learned on the fly. <laughs> but then, professionally, the majority of my musical career, actually the entirety of it, I've been a professional banjo player. So, and I'm not that good at it, but I am. Um,
1: <sighs> Come on, just kind of fuck around. You can't now. say that you're not good at the banjo. Uh, well, Come on.
0: Uh, it's it's definitely an idiosyncratic way of playing it. I play it with the pick, and I cross pick it, whereas normally banjo players will frail or they'll do. Um, the Scruggs style uh, banjo picking, which is, um, that's all, use your hand. Use your hand a lot. Frailing is like a claw, like you can do claw hammer. No one's going to know what I'm talking about. I'm not very good at explaining it. But I use a, a, a guitar pick to play okay. the banjo. And <clears throat> in Ireland, people actually use a pick as well for traditional music. But um, it's it's definitely, yeah, no, actually the, the, our, the theme song for this Show for the snug isn't Chamomile and Whiskey, it's another band I was involved with in the States. Uh, the Onion Poets, my friend Daniel Zazeski wrote the song, I helped him arrange it, and you can hear some of the banjo playing in that the theme song for this uh podcast, Up in the Middle. It's called, um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's that.
1: But <laughs> how long were you, um, in the States recording with the band and stuff? A few years, weren't you uh i i think i was with the
0: band for seven years seven years in Charlottesville, as opposed to seven years in tibet
1: That's a different did, you, did you ever watch that film seven years in tibet with, with brad pitt with brad pitt i've okay. seen it yeah a long time ago
0: yeah i don't remember if it's any good or not i don't i think it's kind of one of these like like not not great kind of movies but like decent
1: i'm pretty sure Brad pitt's not allowed in um nepal now because of, of that film
0: well he's probably not allowed in tibet
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure he's more than welcome in Nepal. Yeah, yeah, that's a different country.
0: Yeah, (coughs) different shark, different shark, different shark, different Different film, different shark. Um, yeah. So I I was there for seven years. Uh, I think we were full time touring for probably like all over the place, all over the states for probably. I'd say a good three years, maybe. I'd wow. say visited every state bar the two Dakotas, Alaska. Um, I think we didn't go to Wyoming, definitely didn't go to Hawaii.
1: Hawaii, Hawaii, yeah. Um, but oh, and the cat won't score again. Shocker!
0: Okay, go on, go on, Jesus Christ. Go on.
1: Um, but I we've
0: but uh, we've we've we played in pretty much every state in the states, you know, well, apart from. Maybe five or six days. Yeah. So it was it was great crack,
1: but tough on the road. I'm sure.
0: Uh, it was. I was completely well able to do it. Yeah. I was built for it. Um, you don't really know until you're out there. But I didn't really have hangovers at the time. I didn't have any anxiety issues or at least you were any young and full ones. of vinegar. Sorry.
1: You were young and full of vinegar full back of then. Full of vinegar
0: um, and piss, and. Um, yeah no it was fucking I was, I loved it you know we can we just go out for a month maybe a month and and a couple of days and come back and recuperate and then go out again for another week or I think the longest we were ever gone was a month and a half but we we're always going everywhere it was fucking oh, I loved it Absolutely how many miles you told
1: me how many miles you did before But we
0: at one point we looked and um, on the van that we had now this isn't even the amount of touring we did but like at one point we had gone around the circumference of the earth twice jesus christ yeah so i was put i don't know if that if if that's that crazy but that's how many miles we put on the van but we did more than that as well like i'd say we did another year plus driving around so we probably went around the earth Three times the circumference of the earth. So that's probably how many miles we put on the van.
1: Yeah. So you recorded a couple albums with them as well?
0: Yeah, we recorded a few albums. Um, We recorded one. Our first one was an EP called, which is, you know, five songs, called um, The Baron Sessions. Then we recorded a full-length album, Wandering Boots. And a few years after that, we recorded Sweet Afton. And they have since done another album called uh, Red Clay Heart. And I actually did the album artwork for that
1: one. Okay.
0: So, yeah. No, it's all going good over there.
1: Yeah. They're all available on Spotify.
0: On Spotify. Chamomile and Whiskey on Spotify. Give them a listen. Check them out.
1: So, when you came back from the States, that's when you kind of um, started focusing more on your art?
0: When I came back from the States? Yeah. I... I suppose that's when I started... Uh, yeah kind of more making that the official thing making yeah. that like the, the, the main focus I always did both um, but yeah that's when I started really going when I moved here I was like okay I need to creatively let out like you know I, I need to always be working on something so the art just seemed like the most logical way to go so um, yep started painting full time here I think within a year I got um, the poster for the Crinion festival festival that might have been a year and a half of moving back here, that's uh, a festival in Canvara uh, of the um, arrival of the Galway hooker boats. Oh, right. So, I, I I always wanted to do a poster for them. Uh, Galway arts posters, like arts festival posters, Canvara uh, Crini mod posters, Canvara uh, Cuckoo Flap posters are huge influences on my own work. And um, so, uh, a great example of. Uh, someone who does that work is Joe Bosk. He's an amazing artist. He's one of the biggest influences on me. Him and H.R. Giger <laughs> are huge influences. <laughs> and San Francisco poster art from the 60s um, would be what kind of... Sort of drives me and my art. I've had I've had people say that my stuff looks like Egon Shields' work. I don't know if you've seen his stuff. I'm not familiar um, with him. I think he was a student of Klimt. So Klimt oh, would have yeah, been everyone knows that guy yeah the gold fucking art nouveau kiss the stuff. kiss yeah um which is amazing i love art nouveau um and so you can see the influence it's it's interesting because art nouveau influenced san francisco poster out of the 1960s which was a huge influence on me and but it's it's interesting because egon shiel wasn't really an art nouveau um artist but he learned from one of the heads, you know, head honchos of the Art Nouveau scene. So but um uh Gertrude Degenhardt as well. Great, great artist uh from living around here. But um yeah, no it's 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 funny that I'm a painter and most of the artists that I enjoy are not painters, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: And um the method that you use, you kinda use kind of like it's it's only kinda three or four core colors that you use in a lot of your art yes what was the idea behind that um so
0: i started painting when i was 18 i took a class at that same community college where i met coda a lot happened there yeah at piedmont community college (laughs) i took a painting class art like painting 101 with i think the the um instructor's name was john hancock great guy looks like jimmy buffett you know he's got the same
1: kind of that's where your love of jimmy buffett started yeah well
0: no jimmy buffett has been there for a while um but uh yeah no i took a painting class with him and i think one of the first uh classes he said the old masters would use a brown paint and a blue paint and block everything in like get all the values of everything um and then come in with the colors to put on top of that and do the painting that way and so I, s- I was like, okay, cool. And so I started using this one particular brown paint called burnt sienna. And then another blue paint called uh, French ultramarine. And that's just what I had at the time. Yeah. And I did a painting and I was like, oh, this looks good just with those two colors. I don't need to put more colors on there. And that's what I did for 10
1: years. And it served you well, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, Recently, I'm starting to put more colors into it. But it was, like, my style, the way it looks, um, what I use, it, it was all a happy accident, you know? I, I wasn't setting out to have a particular look to the art. It just happened,
1: you know? And what was a lot of the stuff that you'd depict in... Um,
0: uh, early on and starting out, it was always pub scenes. I'd always paint. Just old fellows with Paddy Caps drinking pints of Guinness and getting into, in each other's way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that developed into doing like session, like like uh, trad sessions, and um, also kind of playing with uh, traditional Irish sort of iconography, playing slightly with Catholic iconography. Um, and there was a lot of you know Father Ted hugely influences me in everything I do in life. Um, and but then it, when I kind of after a while I wanted to get out of the pub, yeah, and do more. Uh, outdoor scenes and, or even just sort of, like, like characters on the street of Galway, like Pat Coyne for instance, yeah. who has passed, um, and Radio yeah. John, just characters from
1: Galway. I think I think um, you have one particular painting of Pat Coyne which is my favorite piece of yours. Oh yeah, and it's majestic and it's huge. It's it's a massive. Piece. Which one? Which one? I've painted him a few times. <coughs> the one outside the keys. And you know it's kind of like um the blue one yeah the really really blue one yeah
0: and it, it kind of looks like he's a ghost that one's called the haunt okay cool that's great yeah it's that's always a- interesting to hear people's
1: favorites <laughs> yeah that's gorgeous I just I just love the colors that you use and the way he's depicted it's just fantastic
0: thank you yeah I think my favorite one of his is uh, the one my favorite painting that I've done of him is the one with the bicycle ah yeah um it just it, to me it's the most pat looking painting but um yeah so I try to do a lot of that. I try, I, I've done a lot of golly hookers themselves To paint a lot of boats And these days I'm focusing more on Moron I'm focusing more on <laughs> <laughs> I'm a focusing moron These days I'm focusing more on um, uh, Kind of What do you call it um, Portraiture So I like Just painting people I like single uh, Images of people Less kind of mad, um, rambling, uh, in-your-face kind of stuff and more sort of trying to get the character of the person, if that yeah. makes sense. Because it's very difficult to do that. Um, at least it is for me. Some people, it comes to very naturally. For me, it was... I'd almost make a caricature or a cartoon out of something. I was always able to make expression, Yeah, but I'm trying now to really f- hone in on person themselves
1: so you actually have um, an exhibition coming up uh when is it and where is it
0: yeah i have an exhibition coming up uh on the 22nd of october uh it's in tubber county county Clare, kind of right near lock bunny oh lovely um the burn art gallery is the name of the place that we're doing it um it's a it's actually a converted church so it's yeah it's interesting there yeah. i don't i don't think the place has an air code <laughs> Isn't that strange?
1: Google tuber and you'll find it.
0: Google tuber or the Byrne Art Gallery. If you if you Google, it's not the Byrne College of Art. It's the Byrne Art Art Gallery. If you um, Google that, you'll be able to find it. But um, yeah, that's called the Scale of Art, the um, exhibition. I mean, I, I my whole contribution to it is Rust Colossus, is a poem I wrote and a triptych I have based off of the poem.
1: What's a triptych actually? A
0: triptych is three paintings that are meant to be hung together. Ah. So, or not even meant to be. It's like they have to be, you know. I mean, I've I assume that there's some triptychs out there that have men, you know, broken up and one's here, one's there, but they're yeah. supposed to be hung together. I, Francis Bacon most of his um like recognized work would be triptychs. And then it, it stems from old um like Catholic uh, iconography.
1: So those tickets are available on Ven- Eventbrite.
0: On Eventbrite, yeah. If you go to my bio, in um, on my Instagram page, my Instagram handle is Lavin or sorry, uh, on Instagram. It's in the bio there, and you can book a ticket. And there will be a bus leaving from Kinvara to the venue. Um, it's We're gonna spend about twenty minutes to half an hour there for the show, and then the bus will bring it back to Canberra. Perfect
1: so we'll be there yeah I'll, I'll definitely be there <laughs> you kind of have to I'm be I'm going to have there? to be there I think <laughs> <laughs> so that's us that's that's Richie that's Lavin that's an introduction to the snug uh, we'll be out every couple of weeks we'll be all over your uh, social media in the coming, coming days more or less yeah promoting uh, the crap out of this show uh, and get involved get in touch with us um, if you have anybody that you think would um would enjoy being in the schnug with us, having yeah. the chats. Anybody that has anything they want to promote something, they want to talk about something. If you know somebody in your life that has a good story to tell,
0: yeah. And we are eventually going to try to do this in actual snogs and pubs
1: instead of just in my sitting room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there.
0: Well, I, I think that'll be great. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we have a whole host of um guests already interviewed and um it's going to be a, a full pack schedule for the next few weeks yeah so enjoy it folks yeah that's that's me and that's me thanks very much guys uh check out the podcast we'll be talking to you soon and uh, keep an eye out for uh the Snow podcast sound <laughs> <laughs>